Welcome to Rental Equip Talk Radio with your host, Donald Charbonnet. This is the radio program designed for industry insiders, as well as anyone interested in getting into the rental equipment industry. Now, here is Donald Charbonnet. Hey, how y'all doing today? I am your host, Donald Charbonnet, broadcasting live from a beautiful day in New Orleans. I want to thank uh, you all to our listeners. Uh, tell your friends and associates, uh, the last two weeks, we've had about 2,000 listeners in 10 countries, mainly the U.S., so please keep keep tuning in as our audience is growing, and we also have about 5,000 uh, followers on uh, LinkedIn, so I think things are going well. Uh, I hope you enjoyed last week's show by SmartLift. There's a lot more to glazing than just being dealing with a pain in the glass, so to speak. Uh, today's show is sponsored by CreditSafe. Uh, I first met uh, Darren Kyle at the AED Summit in Orlando a couple of months ago, and uh, that's what kind of led us to the show today. I was very, very impressed with the product that they have. Uh, and remember, you can always listen on demand after the show and let me know if there's a certain guest or subject that you'd like to have the show, and I'll do my best to get them. And we got some good ones coming up. So today, I have a special guest from, from uh, CreditSafe to talk about a specific issue relative to any and all businesses, but I think extremely important to the rental industry, and that is the subject of credit. Mike Krogermeyer, who's CSPA and CFA of CreditSafe, has been an interesting career to date. Mike has been the CFO of CreditSafe since 2014. uh, CreditSafe is privately owned and is changing the way business information is used by providing high-quality data that benefits everyone in an organization. CreditSafe is the world's most used provider of business credit reports and maintains the largest owned database with over 340 million companies worldwide. Prior to that, Mike was the Director of Finance with Lutron Electronics, Vice President Corporate Development of Dakota, Senior Director Corporate Strategy and Development of Pan Am SAT, Director of Finance of the Thompson Corporation, Operations Manager, Six Sigma Master Black Belt with NBC Sports Group, a Senior Financial Analyst with American Express, and Auditor with KPMG. Michael, Michael, Mike, welcome to the show. That's quite a resume. <laughs> Thank you, Donald. You went back in time there. I almost forgot about some of those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got a few I'd like to forget about, too. Uh, let me let me let me start off with this uh, very simple question. Uh, kind of going back to the the old days, uh, someone if they want credit with a company, typically would submit a credit app with their three best suppliers. Uh, someone in administration either takes the time to call for credit ratings, or fills out a form and faxes to the supplier, and waits days for a response. Am I right in this old tried and true method? It's it's cumbersome at best. Yeah, I agree with that. I lived in that world, and there's still companies out there today that are going through that. Uh, we were just at the rental show in California, and we talked about three or four companies that are still doing that right now. Okay. So let's start off with CreditSafe. Who exactly is CreditSafe? Well, I, I think you, you used our tagline there. We're the world's most used provider of business credit reports. Um, <clears throat> the way we think about ourselves is we're an information company. We are basically designed to provide more information to companies that they can get anywhere else. So 
So you talked about the credit application and suppliers and things like that. Some of that information can be biased. So what we try to be is the independent supplier of that information. So if you're in the United States and you're looking at a credit report, um, financial information is very important, but it's awfully hard to get. You can get it on a public company, maybe some large private companies with uh, public debt, but it's really hard to get financial information on a small private company or mid-sized company. So the industry in the U.S. is really focused around trade payment data, and trade payment data is nothing more than um, information on how well you or a company pays their vendors. So we can get that information at a mass level. <clears throat> so in the U.S., we have about 70 million companies that provide us with that information, and that is the, <clears throat> the main piece of the credit report. That tells us how a company is paying their vendors, and then it breaks it out. How are they paying different types of vendors? Is it your utility companies, your phone companies, your raw material providers, um, you know, your rental, things like that. So trade so payment what, data is really the – I'm sorry, go ahead. It, it, so is that what you would refer to as banking payment data? Uh, no. Actually, trade payment data is uh, company to company. It's business to business. Financial trade payment data is how well a company is paying down their corporate credit card, their revolver, their term loans, uh, things like that. Uh, we actually offer both of those. So we offer trade payment data and we offer financial trade payment data. Which one do you think is most important? <laughs> both. <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, so, they're both important, but not all of our competitors can provide that information. Um, the industry is primarily focused on uh, commercial trade payment data. Uh, financial trade payment data is something that we started offering about a year ago. Um, and that's made a big difference uh, in our business. Our, the response from our customers has been fantastic. All right. So why, in fact, do people use CreditSafe? I'm sorry, why do people use CreditSafe? Yeah. Topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Rental Equip Talk Radio with your host, Donald Charbonnet. This is the radio program designed for industry insiders, as well as anyone interested in getting into the rental equipment industry. Now, here is Donald Charbonnet. Hey, how y'all doing today? I am your host, Donald Charbonnet, broadcasting live from a beautiful day in New Orleans. I want to thank uh, you all to our listeners. Uh, tell your friends and associates, uh, the last two weeks, we've had about 2,000 listeners in 10 countries, mainly the U.S., so please keep keep tuning in as our audience is growing, and we also have about 5,000 uh, followers on uh, LinkedIn, so I think things are going well. Uh, I hope you enjoyed last week's show by SmartLift. There's a lot more to glazing than just being dealing with a pain in the glass, so to speak. Uh, today's show is sponsored by CreditSafe. Uh, I first met uh, Darren Kyle at the AED Summit in Orlando a couple of months ago. And uh, that's what kind of led us to the show today. I was very, very impressed 
with the product that they have. Uh, and remember, you can always listen on demand after the show and let me know if there's a certain guest or subject that you'd like to have the show, and I'll do my best to get them. And we got some good ones coming up. So today, I have a special guest from, from uh, CreditSafe to talk about a specific issue relative to any and all businesses, but I think extremely important to the rental industry, and that is the subject of credit. Mike Krogermeyer, who's a CSPA and CFA of CreditSafe, has been an interesting career to date. Mike has been the CFO of CreditSafe since 2014. 2000, uh, excuse me, CreditSafe is privately owned and is changing the way business information is used by providing high-quality data that benefits everyone in an organization. CreditSafe is the world's most used provider of business credit reports and pain, maintains the largest owned database with over 340 million companies worldwide. Prior to that, Mike was the Director of Finance with Lutron Electronics, Vice President Corporate Development of Dakota, Senior Director of Corporate Strategy and Development of Pan Am Sat, Director of Finance of the Thompson Corporation, Operations Manager, Six Sigma Master Black Belt with NBC Sports Group, a Senior Financial Analyst with American Express, and Auditor with KPMG. Michael, Michael, Mike, welcome to the show. That's quite a resume. Thank you, Donald. You went back in time there. I almost forgot about some of those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got a few I'd like to forget about, too. Uh, so let me let me let me start off with this uh, very simple question. Uh, and I'm kind of going back to the the old days. Uh, someone, if they want credit with a company, typically would submit a credit app with their three best suppliers. Uh, someone in administration either takes the time to call for credit ratings or fills out a form and faxes to the supplier, and waits days for a response. Am I right in this old tried and true method? It's it's cumbersome at best. Yeah, I agree with that. I lived in that world, and there's still companies out there today that are going through that. Uh, we were just at the rental show in California, and we talked about three or four companies that are still doing that right now. Okay. So let's start off with CreditSafe. Who exactly is CreditSafe? Well, I think you used our tagline there. We're the world's most used provider of business credit reports. Um, <clears throat> the way we think about ourselves is we're an information company. We are basically designed to provide more information to companies that they can get anywhere else. So you talked about the credit application and suppliers and things like that. <clears throat> Some of that information can be biased. So what we try to be is the independent supplier of that information. So if you're in the United States and you're looking at a credit report, um, financial information is very important, but it's awfully hard to get. You can get it on a public company, maybe some large private companies with uh, public debt, but it's really hard to get financial information on a small private company or mid-sized company. So the industry in the U.S. is really focused around trade payment data, and trade payment data is nothing more than um, information on how well you or a company pays their vendors. So we can get that information at a mass level. <clears throat> so in the U.S., we have about 70 million companies that provide us with that information. And that is the, <clears throat> the main piece of the credit report. That tells us how a company is paying their vendors. And then it breaks it out, how are they paying different types of vendors, 
your utility companies, your phone companies, your raw material providers, um, you know, your rental, things like that. So transaction data is really the, I'm sorry, go ahead. So is that what you would refer to as banking payment data? Uh, No, actually, trade payment data is uh, company to company. It's business to business. Financial trade payment data is how well a company is paying down their corporate credit card, their revolver, their term loans, uh, things like that. Uh, We actually offer both of those. So we offer trade payment data and we offer financial trade payment data. Which one do you think is most important? (laughs) Both. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, they're both important, but not all of our competitors can provide that information. Um, The industry is primarily focused on uh, commercial trade payment data. Uh, Financial trade payment data is something that we started offering about a year ago, um, and that's made a big difference uh, in our business. The response from our customers has been fantastic. So why, in fact, do people use CreditSafe? I'm sorry, why do people use CreditSafe? Yeah. Um, Well, companies have certain issues. Sometimes they're not getting paid in a timely manner. You know, they're getting paid 30 days late, 60 days late. Uh, Sometimes they're not getting paid at all. Um, Those are some of the obvious reasons why. Um, But up front, it's also... You have a sales guy uh, group out there, an aggressive sales team trying to bring orders in, and you're getting close to the quarter, close to month end, and maybe you're a little bit short, you get a little bit more aggressive. How do you know those deals are good? You know, you may be taking on a deal that requires you to put out upfront cash, you know, raw materials, finished good product, things like that. Um, so your investment upfront, your cash is leaving the door. How do you make sure you're going to get that money in? Right. I, I sat in a... I was in a position once where we sent a million dollars worth of product overseas. Um, we hadn't been paid in about 45 days, and I called the CFO of the company directly, and uh, um, you know we had a conversation about that. And you know we we learned a lot from that, but that doesn't always happen. You don't always get those calls ahead of time, so we worked it out. But using a credit report gives you that information before you actually make the sale. Right. Right. So especially in this rental business, I find a lot of times if you have a new customer coming in and uh, he doesn't list his rental company supplier, that means he's in he's upside down with them and just looking for a new guy to to string out. <laughs> exactly. Or you get the other. Sometimes there is a uh, something went wrong on a job site. They need another piece of equipment quickly. And, you know, time is of the essence and um, you don't have time to make a lot of decisions. You can't go through another credit app. Um, so what do you do? You jump onto our system here. It takes you 60 seconds, and you can get a pretty good look at that company in, in a minute right. and make that decision. So it's, you know, you can do this actually at the counter if you need to. And so, you know, with your background, how did you, how did you personally hear about CreditSafe and get involved? Um, I actually, in, I, I was in a number of finance roles, as you mentioned, and I used the competitor's product out there. Um, and I've used it for, you know, 15 plus years. Um, and honestly, it was a good product. I didn't have a lot of issues with it. Um, and one day our contract was up for renewal and the sales guys came in and they required me to sign a five-year contract with three and a half percent annual price increases within those five years. Um, and I was 
little surprised, a little upset, and I said, thank you, and I walked them out. Um, and we started sparring at that point, and they didn't really want to give in too much on price. Um, and it just didn't make sense to me. You know, we were using the same amount of uh, product. Our volume wasn't going up in terms of, you know, credit reports we were pulling, and it didn't make sense. And I thought they were being a little unreasonable. Um, <clears throat> so I just, I didn't renew the contract. I went out of contract for about six months. Um, you know, I paid them on a monthly basis for what ye- we used. They kept calling, trying to sign the contract, and they wouldn't drop their price. <clears throat> so eventually, I figured they'd turn me off if I keep going too long, and I started researching other uh, opportunities. You know, I looked at the other couple of big guys there, and I came across Credit Safe, and I wound up meeting the president of Credit Safe, Matthew Devage, who um, is president of Credit Safe USA, but he's also the chief operating officer of the global organization, and he is the person that actually opened up all of the countries that we're in right now. And I was impressed with the knowledge level that he had and then some of the reports he took me through. And um, he just gave me a demo. He showed me some of my existing customers that Credit Safe knew more about than I did. And I had worked with these guys for five or six years. So I was just impressed with the quality of data and, you know, their structure and how they go about it. Um, and the pricing was completely different. I mean, the pricing was almost half of what I had been paying historically. Uh, so um, I was interested in the product, but I was more interested in the company. So I asked him if he, uh, they were looking to hire. <laughs> so, uh, surprising how some of that stuff falls together. Yeah. yeah, I'll tell you that at the end of the show. Okay. <laughs> so what do you think are uh, the, the biggest benefits of, of the Credit Safe platform and how it's used? Biggest benefits? I mean, it, it's information. <clears throat> um, but I guess before I answer that, we sell our product differently than our competition. Um, if you go back, Credit Safe is about 20, a little bit over 20 years old. It was founded in Norway. Uh, we're now based out of the UK, and we're in 15 different countries. Um, <clears throat> and the concept behind Credit Safe is really an information company as opposed to our competitors who sell you reports. So if you go into the business historically, the conversation was, oh, I have 500 customers, I need to check them every month, and that's, uh, you know, 500 times 12, I need X number of reports, what's the price for these many reports, and as the reports go up, the price comes down, and everything is very report-based. What we did was we turned it around and we looked at a company and we said, okay, you have to understand how the cost structure of the business works. When these reports are pulled, sometimes there's a cost to us and sometimes there's not. So if I have 100 companies pulling the same report, I don't have a cost for that 100 times. I have it for once. But the industry charges every customer equally for those. So CreditSafe changed the model and said, hey, listen, for one flat price, we'll give you access to everything we have. So we give you, it's actually 49,999 reports. I refer to it as unlimited, but people get mad at me for that. The lawyers, obviously. But we offer 50,000 reports. There's a few customers that use over that on a regular basis, but most customers don't get close. But we give it to you for one price, and we don't charge you every time you click on that report. You know, you can use as many as you need for that same price. And that's where the difference really came in. I'm sorry? 
Mike, I'm getting a, a note from my engineer that we need to take a one-minute break for some adjustment. So hold that thought. Okay. I want to come right back to it uh, in just a minute. Okay. So uh, um, let me jump back to Voice America for a minute. Apologize for that. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. The Genie Z60 slash 37FE Boom Lift is at the forefront of true hybrid technology. It is actually two machines in one that can be used for both indoor and outdoor applications. The Genie difference is a lower cost of operation and cleaner performance. The Genie 60 slash 37FE Boom Lift is more fuel efficient, driven by high efficiency AC motors, which means lower emissions too. Check out the Genie FE difference today. Visit genielift.com. The business community's first choice in Internet Talk Radio, Voice America Business Network. This is Rental Equipped Talk Radio with Donald Charbonnet. If you have a question or comment about the program, please send an email to Rental Equipped Talk Radio at gmail.com. That's Rental Equipped Talk Radio at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's program. And we're back after that, uh, that quick technical break. Uh, we're talking with Mike Krogemeyer, the CFO of CreditSafe, and we were just discussing the uh, reports that uh, CreditSafe has available to them. So, Mike, if you could continue that conversation, I'd sure appreciate it. Sure, Donald. So we're talking about the, the concept of how we go to market, and what we are trying to do is pretty much offer our informational database for one price. So we don't worry about pricing on a per-report basis. And the reason is, and I've been in this role where, you know, I have a team of 30 credit and collection people. You know, sales opportunity comes in. We have an analyst look at it. Um, the report is, you know, a little bit iffy. They're not quite sure. So they send a note to their manager. The manager calls up the report, looks at it. You know, there's a million-dollar deal, so they're, you know, a lot of focus on it. They're not sure. They bring it up to me at the CFO level, and we talk about this, and, you know, we make a decision, and then we realize we just pulled three reports in one day. So now, wow. for that one report that I really looked at, uh, the competition will charge you three times for that report. And that's what we're trying to get around. So we're trying to be more um, open to our customers and how the business works. And as a result of doing that, we can take our prices down drastically. And so, as uh, as, the, as CFO, how do you, how does CreditSafe use your own product? Uh, well, I have a credit and collections team here that uh, uses it on a regular basis. So, when we get new customer orders in the door, um, goes through sales uh, operations. Sales operations sends it over. We take a quick look. You know, we can look at these things within you know less than a minute. They're making a decision on these customers, and <clears throat> well, from there we say yes or no on those. Uh, most of the time, they're yes, because we look for reasons to do the sale. You know, we're trying to help sales through the door. Um, you know, we're not taking a negative approach on it. Sometimes when we look at a situation and the credit report isn't as positive, you know, we'll put some more effort into it, but we'll <clears throat> manage it along the way. Sometimes we'll, we'll require cash up front. Sometimes we'll put it on a different invoicing schedule where, um, you know, we're giving them access for a month, something like that. But uh, we try and push it through the process quickly. And that same group also looks at existing customers over time so we can uh, 
it's really a dual approach. Number one, we're watching their credit, but we're also giving them information on their own business and helping them. And by, as a result of doing that, we actually launched a product last year that actually helps companies build their own credit. It's called My Credit Safe, uh, which we can get into that a little bit later too. But, um, <clears throat> you know, the concept is we're one database of information, and you pay one flat fee for the whole year for that information. Now you you mentioned something about 50,000 reports uh, that, that you get. It seems like a, a lot of reports, and so why so many? Um, there's a number of reasons, but number one, we don't want people to worry about pulling another report. You know, what happens is, and I've seen this in the past, where a company, you know, especially if you're looking at something in Canada, Mexico, internationally, you know, reports can be relatively expensive on a per-report basis. So they'll buy a package of maybe 20 reports. They'll buy 50 reports, something like that. But then when it comes down to it, and there's a situation where they need to look at a report, they hesitate, and sometimes they won't even pull the report because they don't want to use, you know, one of the 20 because then there's only 19 left and how many customer opportunities they have. So they don't even use the data. So they slow down and uh, they, they refuse to pull the report because they don't want to spend the incremental amount for that. We went the other way and said, hey, listen, it's unlimited. It's 50000 is a technical issue, just um, how we got to that number. But we really want it to be unlimited because we want you to use the reports, use the information to help run your business. Um, right. And it's also self-serving because the more people that pull reports on a regular basis, they get used to it, they get accustomed to it, they like it, and then they rely on it, and it creates stickiness and it helps with renewal rates. Yeah. You know, as I'm thinking out loud with you, uh, in our industry, there's so much consolidation going on with uh, companies acquiring one another. And uh, I could see an acquiring company taking some of the best customers from the company being acquired to uh, to check their credit to make sure they're doing business with with good customers. I don't know if you've if you've seen that happen in the past or not with acquisitions. Uh, yeah, well, some of our bigger deals have been uh, transactional related, either a company doing an IPO or a merger or an acquisition type of thing, where they come in and they do a review of the whole database. Um, but again. What we want is, you know, we want to push the information out there so people understand the whole business. We have a product in our portfolio. Uh, it comes with a product when you buy it. It's called 3D Ledger. It's basically a dashboard. It's one page. And in one page, you can give your management team, the owner of the business, a view of all of your customers and the risk levels for each of them. In one page, it'll show you everything you have, where they are, and, and the risk. So instead of just pulling an AR report where you see, oh, these are my over 90 accounts, these are my 30 to 60, et cetera, um, we will actually match those against their database and rate them so you can actually look at the quality of your customers out there. And that's been a tremendous success for us from a, more of a management perspective. Oh, well, uh, there's the, still a, little, yeah. a lot of M&A work going on. I, I, hope, I hope they have some listeners out there who are, who are listening to this to, to make it easy on them, quite frankly, you know? Yeah, we'd be happy to help. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm sure you've seen a lot of different uh, events, I'll call them, uh, over your tenure there. But what is your what is your favorite success story uh, with with Credit Safe? Um, I don't know if I have one uh, favorite success story. Um, I think we've helped a lot of companies do uh, do a number of different things. But um, you know, recently we uh, signed a customer on board. Uh, 
I think we talked to him. We met him at, I think we met him at AED. We talked to him for about two months, you know, maybe three or four different conversations. We gave him a demo, and uh, they weren't quite sure. Uh, they had been using one of our competitors for a long period of time, and they were just cu- accustomed to him. Um, you know, we came in, and I think the real reason they went with us originally was the cost savings. You know, we saved them over 40% off what they were paying. Um, but we finally um, won that deal. We got them to sign on board. And three days later, the president of the company called us back with a big thank you, just saying we saved him from a million-dollar bankruptcy. Wow. He had some equipment laced out to a, uh, a big construction company that just uh, filed for bankruptcy. Um, he didn't know, had no knowledge about it. He looked at it, and uh, um, they, they figured it out, filed for bankruptcy, and he uh, saved themselves. So they got the equipment back. Um, so he's pretty happy about that. Yeah. So, and so do you all have access? Testimonials. Yeah. I'm sorry? So you all have access to that kind of information if somebody is in, in Dutch and about to file a Chapter 11 or 7? Um, we don't have if they're about to. We Once they file, we put it onto our site, and our site is updated daily. I got you. I got you. So if, if so there was one... Happens, I'm sorry, if, you watch, if you're looking at the trade payment data over time, you can see how they start stretching out their payments. Um, and that's one of the valuable pieces of the tool. Um, it's sort of the, the history, looking at it. So they constantly... If, you know, for years they've been paying on time, maybe they pay, you know, on time to the three, four days late, and all of a sudden now they're stretching to 10 days late and 20 days late, you can see that in the tool. And that's sort of a red flag, and we'll actually trigger that right on top. And so a, a credit manager who could look at his own company's aging could compare uh, his company to what's happening uh, to the company uh, generally to, to see if there's a trend that's going north or south, I would presume. Yep, absolutely. And we can actually break those trends down into industry groups based on uh, SIC or uh, NAICS codes also. So you get a little better flavor for that. You know, there's some companies that, you know, if you look at telecom, they, they pay their telephone, their cell phone bills on time because they need to. You know, they need their sales guys on the street making calls and getting orders in. Um, but, you know, what companies are they stretching? You know, is it their marketing company, their legal firm, and um, so it's sometimes interesting to see how they're paying different segments of the industry. But right. again, we don't disclose what companies they are. We just, uh, it's high level, so you can't identify the company itself. And, and can you break that down into rental companies too, equipment suppliers, as a, as a um, uh, category? I believe, yes, we can. I haven't looked okay. at it. it. It's all based on NAICS and SIC code. I think one of the issues I have with the rental industry is I think it's probably covering maybe five or different SIC codes. But okay. uh, we can get that information, yes. Okay. If there was uh, one word that you could use to describe the Credit Save platform, what would that be? And elaborate, please. Um, can I use two words? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I'll say better information. Um, I think that's what it's all about. We are really, we're an information company, um, and that's what we try and put out there. So instead of selling products and services, <clears throat> we, we'll productize this information so it's easy to use, but we give it to you all at once. So in our product, you can see trade payment data. You can see financial trade payment data. You can see liens, judgments. Um, you can get officer information. You get locations, and there's a lot of ways to use the database. 
Right. Um, you know, one of the things we do is, um, you know, if you're having a trouble finding uh, something on a collection side, you just put a phone number in. If you just type in the phone number in, we'll come back with the companies and, uh, you know, who owns that number, where it's being used, things like that. And that's great on the collection side, too, if someone's trying to uh, dodge you. Um, right. You know, if you have a phone number or you know who you sold it to, you can actually follow that person. And a lot of times these people will, you know, close down a business if they're struggling. They'll open it the next day, uh, sometimes in a different location, but maybe they use the same phone number. Maybe they say use the same URL because they already had a marketing stream coming into that. Uh, so there's ways to search that, and that's all done through um, what I call better information. So it's one database that you can actually dig into many different ways. You, you mentioned a, a term that has become very uh, popular and important in this industry, and that's the, the word liens. Uh, many companies are sending out, and there's been a lot of controversy about uh, if you have to contact the landowner first or the contractor first before the equipment ever gets delivered, even uh, to make sure that they're aware that something's going on their property. What is, what experience uh, have you guys had with the uh, with the whole lien issue? Um, well, just to be clear, when we talk about liens, we're really talking. Uh, we're not talking about mechanics liens, so we don't have that information in our database right now. But that is something we're looking at. <clears throat> but we're um, so. Um, you know, when you talk about a construction site or leaning the, the job site, we don't have that information directly right now. But okay. we're talking about uh, tax liens and, and things like that. But if anything goes legal, you all uh, have access to that information if it goes legal? Yes, correct. So we have, uh, we have judgments, uh, suits, things like that, if they're open, if they're closed. Okay. We have uh, sanction information. Good. Uh, Mike, last week I actually had about uh, 10 different countries tune into the show, which I was uh, typically pleased with and that didn't plan on it, that happening. But, but how many countries uh, in the world does your data cover? And, uh, and how many actual customers do you have? If you could elaborate on that, please. Um, I actually honestly don't know the number. We're in well over 100 countries. Um, and we have over 120,000 employees across all those countries. Um, and just to, <clears throat> to clarify how we do this, um, what we've done is we've really developed a partnership network, and that's what CreditSafe is. So no matter what country you go into, we, there's 15 countries where we own our own data, uh, primarily Europe, U.S., Japan, all the other countries in our network that we give information on, we have partnered with either the number one or number two provider in that country uh, to get that data. And that's really how we've expanded the network and um, grown so quickly. And um, the concept behind that is that they're all partnerships. So because of those partnerships, none of our competitors can come close to us in terms of uh, pricing or cost model. So when we go in pricing uh, an international package, I, we've never lost a deal based on price. Um, you know, we have the top quality out there with the lowest price, and there's really um, there's no there's no alternatives that are close to us. Well, that's that's good to be a leader in your field for sure. <laughs> it's yeah. my, well, uh, U.S. is a little bit different, though. I mean, we came into the U.S. about six years ago, so we're newer in the U.S. Um, and we're doing the similar concept in how we get in there, but we've had tremendous growth since then. 
and we're now offering a lot of services that um, our competitors can't offer, um, which has made a big difference in the last uh, couple of years. You know, we talked about the financial trade payment data. That's a big differentiator for us. And we also offer um, personal information. We call them business uh, principal reports. Basically, it's a consumer report on the owner or the president of the company. Well, I'm glad you brought that up because I was going to ask you after a while, but uh, a lot of times if the credit is, I don't want to say suspect, but marginal, uh, <laughs> a lot of companies are asked to sign personal guarantees. And so would this be something that would help if you know what the owner uh, owner's financial information is before they, as they sign a personal guarantee? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and it can, use, <clears throat> it can be used both ways. So some companies ask for a personal guarantee, but they don't actually look at the personal credit. So, you know, if the person behind the company is credit is, their personal credit is as bad as their corporate credit, um, what's the value of the personal guarantee? You can get a little sticky there, but right. um, the other side of it is, you know, what we like to do is give that information and help build the company's credit history to get off the personal guarantee so they can rely on the quality of the business going forward. You know, I was in a business where we had a, uh, we had about 6,000 um, local dealers across the U.S., small mom and pops, you know, maybe two, three, four, five people in a business, maybe did a half a million to about a million and a half dollars a year in sales. Um, and when they got tied up with a personal guarantee, um, it was tough to jump jobs. So they had a lot of personal uh, residential jobs. But when a, a commercial job came along that they could do the work on, they couldn't get the deal. They didn't have the corporate credit for it. The personal guarantees, you know, they add up over t- on top of each other, and they just couldn't win these big commercial jobs, which, you know, could drastically increase the size of their business. Right, right. So we help them try and get off the personal guarantee by building their corporate credit, and we have a separate product that does that. And right. the concept is very similar. We create the trade payment data for them. So they give us a list of their vendors, we reach out to their vendors, and we have their vendors report on them to us. And we use that information to re- uh, build their credit. Yeah, I think a lot of companies don't take the time to do that. And if, if they would kind of look in the rearview mirror and see where they've been, it might help uh, the front windshield, if you know what I mean. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> and we do that service for them. You know, we have a concierge service where they give us a list, we'll reach out and do that work for them. Okay. And so, Mike, who is your ideal customer? Um, That's a tough question um, because I don't necessarily have an ideal customer. We really want to help anybody that is uh, selling on terms. So anyone selling a product or service, you know, they're pushing the service or the product out before they get paid, meaning they send an invoice and then they wait 30 days or 45 days to get paid. All those companies are taking some sort of risk. Um, so we're really looking to help all, all those companies. And it doesn't matter if they're large or small. You know, when we started in the U.S., we started with small mom and pops. And I think the first year of business, 30% of our customers had never used credit reports before. They just didn't know. And the main reason was the cost. It was relatively expensive to get into. So we made, uh, you know, we made offerings for them that were relatively inexpensive. Um, you know, it didn't hurt their margins. They learned a lot, and we've worked with these customers over time, and, you know, um, we have them using on a regular basis now, and it's improving yeah. their business. Well, I can, I can certainly see how this could uh, 
could assist the rental companies because typically we put something out on rent. Uh, they don't get their first bill until the first 28 days have gone by. And then you've got another 30 days payment terms. And it's uh, then sometimes stretched out to 60 or 90. So it can be 90 to 120 days before you see any cash with, from the date that uh, piece of equipment left the yard. <laughs> yeah, well, they're becoming banks at that point. You know, they're financing the transaction without getting paid for the financing portion or the risk of the financing. Right, right. And so um, are there any, any industries that you guys specialize in? And, and if so, what are they? And I know you've grown um, since you've been in the U.S., but that's what I'm mainly pertaining to. Yeah, equipment has been one of our focus areas. We started looking at the equipment industry about two years ago, um, <clears throat> and we focused on it mainly for that reason. You know, high upfront cost, the equipment's relatively expensive. There's a lot of risk related to it on the rental side, um, and there was companies that were having problems. <clears throat> so that's one of the reasons we went in there. We thought it was, you know, we could help someone relatively quickly. And the other uh, thing we saw with the equipment industry was, you either had people already using credit that were paying a lot for it, or you had companies that um, couldn't afford it or never thought about using credit before. So we're hitting it from both sides. So we've come in and uh, saved some of the bigger equipment guys, uh, you know, $100,000 a year in, in, in the cost of our credit package. And some of the smaller guys, you know, we've come in offering them, you know, $2,500 a year just to start them off on a credit package. And um, so we hit all realms of the, uh, the equipment side. Uh-huh. Outside of the equipment space, uh, you know, some of our bigger industries tend to be transportation, logistics, and, uh, and manufacturing. Again, a lot of upfront capital costs. Yeah. Um, Mike, do you think uh, the credit safe platform is easy to use? Or, or tell me about the process. Um, it definitely easy to use. That's one of the... Uh, differentiation features that we talk about. Um, a lot of our customers use just the front page. Um, <clears throat> every report, well, actually, if you look at every credit safe country, has it's all one product across all countries. So it's sort of simple to use no matter where you are. When you go in, it's sort of a dashboard function. So right off on the bat, it gives you one credit score. You know, some of our competitors will give you three, four, or five different scores. You know, if you're looking at the procurement side, they have a separate score. We bake everything into one. We make it relatively easy. You know, it's a score of 0 to 100. Uh, anything over 50 is good, and it's green. You get below 50, it turns yellow. It's a cautionary. You know, we recommend you look deeper into the report. You know, days, okay. uh, days Beyond Terms right on the front page. Recommended credit limits right on the front page. Uh, any derogatory legal issues right on the front page. And, you know, some people only look at that section. Uh, you know, outside the equipment industry, some of our bigger customers um, integrate directly. So they take that screen and they put it right into Salesforce. So when a salesperson loads their Salesforce with their prospects, Salesforce kicks back, okay, don't bother with these companies. They're below a certain limit. Take them out. So they can focus right. their sales time on companies that, you know, really more profitable and better strategy for them. Right. And, and um, I was, I was, but I was overall, ask simple you. to use is, I'm sorry? Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, so simple to use is, is very important. Um, uh, some of our customer feedback is definitely around that. Um, I've seen it myself 
Uh, I was in a job where we had about, I think I said before, 30 credit and collection people. And it takes time to train people on some products out there. And a credit person is much more expensive than a a collections person. So you wind up spending more time training. You know, if you have turnover issues, it gets more expensive. And if I have to train, you know, 30 people on how to do credit as opposed to collections, it's a much more expensive endeavor for us. So we turned it around. We used a simple screen like this, and we wound up changing the structure so that instead of 30 credit and collections people, we had two credit people and 28 collectors. Wow. And we were able to save money because a collection person tends to be cheaper than a trained credit person. Mike, it's my understanding. It, it's my understanding that, uh, that different departments actually within the company can, can use credit save besides just the credit department. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, as part of our package, again, we say, talk about better information in one platform. Um, we offer uh, sales prospects. So you can use this database to actually find sales prospects to feed into your marketing department or your sales team. Um, I use it myself for a number of different reasons. We're building a, a third-party agency network to get our name out there, you know, because branding is one of the issues we run into as a new company in the U.S. And <clears throat> I use it on a regular basis to uh, find prospects um, for agency contracts. Um, I use it to evaluate my competitors. Um, and vendors are a big part of it, too. You know, we source information from about 40 different vendors and um, I watch those vendors on a regular basis, on a monthly basis, um, just to understand how they're doing financially. You know, if I see right. potential risk in one of them, I may have to, you know, reach out, have a conversation, and understand that if we need to mitigate something before something happens. You know, we had one vendor that that <clears throat> was struggling, and um, you know, we restructured our relationship with them just to make sure we were covered. Um, and again, we have tools to do that too. Uh, we have a tool called monitoring, which I put these vendors in, and if anything changes in those customers in terms of their credit report, <clears throat> I receive an email directly from them saying, hey, listen, you know, vendor X just had an issue where their days beyond terms jumped, you know, 20% from their last uh, three-month average, something like that. Mike, you know, one so of the issues that, to use uh, it. Yeah. One of the issues that our industry faces is when there's a disaster somewhere. And so all of a sudden, you've got all these out-of-town contractors, you know, blitzing into the market. It's happened, you know, after Hurricane Katrina here in New Orleans years ago, but it happens in a lot of the flood-ravaged areas we've seen and in places where they've had forest fires. Uh, what what competitive advantage does a platform give a company uh, in those kind of situations? Um, well, if you're looking... So if you're talking about your uh, uh, equipment provider and you're looking to move into an area like that? No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm in an area and I have all these new contractors coming in. Right. Where there's been a disaster. Well, if they're new contractors coming in, that means you probably don't know them. You don't have a history or a relationship with them. How do you understand who they are? <clears throat> right. So, so you, you go through the... On our network, <clears throat> we quickly tell you who the company is. You know, the financial perspective, how they pay their bills, and then we give you information on the, the management team. You know, we tell you who they are, actually are, where they're located, and then we also show you something we call possible links, which will also tell you who they're related to. 
Um, and often, <clears throat> when you hit possible links, you can find out they may be related to another company you, you're working with. So it's, it's sort of it's a network of how these, how these pieces of information work together. So how, how long does it take to get a credit safe report? Uh, they're instant online. So when you have a package, if you're interested in the company, you just log into the system. You go to our address. It's username, <clears throat> password, and you just click in the company name. It takes seconds to come up. So instead of waiting days to get a credit uh, application approved, you can do it immediately is what I'm hearing. Right. So we are instant online in over 100 countries. Um, some of the other countries, um, they require fresh investigations. You know, that could take, you know, anywhere from two to 10 days, depending what country you're in. But if you're talking about U.S., Canada, Mexico, we're pretty much uh, instant online. So what, what countries uh, does your data not cover? <clears throat> um, I don't even know how no, to answer what... that question. <laughs> It's kind of wide open. Yeah, it is wide open, but I mean, if there's a country that our data, we don't have instant online data in, uh, we have access to the, the, the entities in those countries to get that information. We call those fresh investigations. Those, those are the reports that would take two to uh, ten days to get. Right. And, and you mentioned that you've done some business with uh, small businesses, but why would a small business use a commercial credit report? Uh, risk. I mean, <clears throat> what does a small business do? A small business tends to be owner-operated, right? You're putting a lot right. of sweat equity into that business, a lot of time, a lot of investment, and, you know, one customer that doesn't pay you really, really hurts. Um, yeah. So why take a risk on these guys when it could be seconds just to evaluate them and get a better perspective? I have uh, been there and experienced that, to, to say the least, unfortunately. Yeah, well, I've been there too, and it's painful, and um, it's easier to vet it up front than it is uh, afterwards. But you know, sometimes even you, know, you can do the best vetting in the world, and you know, qualified. You know, the information we're talking about is not perfect information. Um, it's the best information that's available. Um, but we do offer other services around that, such as uh, collection services. So if there is an issue, uh, we have a number of partners on our website. So when you're looking at a credit report. You know this customer owes you some money. You can see they owe a lot of other people money. You can hit a button and actually send it to one of our collection partners. And we have pre-agreed rates with them on, in terms of uh, the collection fees. I think yeah, I'm flat 20% right now. Yeah. I was just about to ask you something about uh, what CreditSafe offers um, different than other, other people in the industry, people that your competition uh, tell me some of the things that you're all ahead and shoulders above the competition. Some, you mentioned a lot of different reports here this morning. Yeah, well, I mean, clearly, uh, you know, uh, the industry is based on trade payment data. Uh, we have financial trade payment data, which not all our competitors have. You know, we have the personal um, credit reports, which I think are very important, the business, um, um, the BPRs. Um, in addition to that, there's some services we offer up front that um, I don't think our competition does. One thing we do um, right off the bat is what we call a data health check. Um, so we often do this before the sale happens. So if you're looking at um, you know, options, you're looking to cut costs, you're looking to get better information, um, what I prefer to do is just we call it a data health check. If you give me a list of your customers, 
we'll just run the customers through our system and we'll give you a snapshot view of how we rate all your customers so you can get an understanding of you know, what percentage of your customers are in our database, how we uh, rate them, uh, where there's potential concerns, and it helps give potential customers a feel for the quality of our data right off the bat. Um, and in a lot of those cases, what happens is, you know, right off the bat, we'll pick out, you know, five or six of customers that are in financial difficulty that, you know, the company didn't know. They didn't just didn't have any re- understanding of uh, the situation. Um, and I think that's, I think uh, we're one of the few companies that does that out there. And we do it really to give comfort to our, our prospects that our data is good. And, um, and on top of it, we offer monitoring and, um, I know some of our competitors do, but we don't charge extra for it. It's all put together. It's all part of the better information package, you know, access to our database. So any of your customers that you're looking at, you can put on monitoring. So you don't have to check them every week, every month, you know, every quarter. You just check them once, put them on monitoring, and we'll ping you if anything happens to that customer. Mike, do you, um, you find that uh, some companies do a, uh, what I would call a self-check to see how they look to other people? Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, I've always done that. Um, I recommend that people do that. You should understand how your own business looks. Um, you know, not even if you're looking for bank financing or something like that. It's just, you know, it's perception to other customers and vendors. Right. And that's where the, um, you know, we came up with the concept for the My Credit Safe portion. A lot of small companies starting off, they don't have the volume uh, for trade payment data. Some of our competitors, when they pick up their trade payment data, they tend to get it from large sources. So they'll get it from... AT&T, Verizon, the utility companies, um, because you can get a lot of information for relatively little cost. So they tend to focus on that. But we tend to think that information is biased. Again, I, I think I mentioned it. You know, we believe that people tend to pay their phone bills quickly because they can't have their sales guys, you know, not have a phone. We believe the utilities are paid on time because you need to make your product. You know, your plant has to run. Uh, so we tend to think some of those are biased. Um, right. And Mike, in, in our industry, every time we finance uh, equipment, there's typically a UCC filed. Uh, mm-hmm. I wanted to mention this to you earlier. Is this something that you all track also, the UCCs? Yeah, we have the UCC listing in our in our product also. I neglected to say that before. That's included as part of the, uh, the legal checks, yes. Okay. Because typically we finance a lot of equipment, and so you're dealing with uh, – Maybe Caterpillar Financial or Deer Credit or somebody like that, I presume? Yep, exactly. This is Donald Charbonnet, your host and the diehard of the rental industry, signing off. And remember, be safe and good renting. Thank you so much. Thank you for tuning in to Rental Equip Talk Radio. Be sure to join your host, Donald Charbonnet, next Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition on the Voice America Business Channel. Until we speak again, have a great week.